Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Our Golden Twenties. You have Sadie and Tegan, another Tuesday, and we're back with a podcast together. Thank you so much for filling in last week. I definitely took the week off. No problem. But we're happy to be back at it again today. I was stressing that it would be such a good week off that you'd be like, you know what, I'm done. And then I was like, could I do it by (laughs) myself? (laughs) Honestly, guys, I just needed like, so, okay, I guess before I get into my life update, I can just say (laughs) on the episode today, we are going to be talking all about hosting a party. So Tegan and I promised to tell you about our Nashville trip, which was definitely the ultimate party, Mm -hmm. um, as well as just hosting a party at home, knowing we're going into the last few months of the year. And they're always very holiday party gathering focused, obviously, We are mindful there is still a pandemic going on, Mm -hmm. especially here in Canada. You know, we have a little bit more restrictions still, but we thought it would be perfect timing to talk about hosting a party, how to do that, and how to recover from a night out as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. We hosted some people over Thanksgiving weekend, just like Mm. very casual. Like you said, things are still pretty locked down here. And I was like, this is so weird, like prepping for a party. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird. But it's something that I get so much joy out of. Yeah. Like, I feel like I almost get more joy out of planning the party. This is the introvert in me. Mm -hmm. Like planning the party and like like managing all those little details than actually having the party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? No, I get that. Am I That's, a huge loser? <laughs> like I like planning, like say I'm going to cook this recipe and going to the grocery store and then it's like yeah. the actual cooking part. You're like, ugh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Or like yeah. making the cheese board. You're like, oh yeah. yeah, this is so nice. And then it's out and you're like, okay, now I have to refill it. Oh my God, people yeah. are actually eating it. And yeah, it becomes <laughs> stressful. But yeah. So funny. I was just going to give like the briefest life update. I don't think we have like a Tuesday tip or anything this week. No. Maybe maybe this is a bit of a Tuesday tip. <laughs> but I know I told you guys that I was starting a new job. So mm. between when Tegan and I got back from Nashville to when I started my new job, I just like literally unplugged. Like you guys know I work in social media. So mm. I'm like always tapped in. But it was like my couple days to just like actually unplug from social media, like my personal social media, I had no job to worry about. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to take this time to fill my cup. And it's something I feel like I haven't done in a long time. Mm -hmm. Just always like thinking about what's next or whatever. So little random impromptu Tuesday tip is just to remind you guys to fill your cup sometimes. Mm -hmm. If that means checking out a social media, if that means ignoring all of your friends and even maybe your family <laughs> for a few days, like do whatever you need to do to feed your soul. And then you can show up. We talked about this before, but the better care you take of yourself, you can show up and care for others better mm-hmm. as well. So that was why I wasn't here last week. I missed you guys, obviously, but <laughs> Tegan's grandma and I have so much in common. Let's see back <laughs> just saying listening back to that episode your grandma said so many things where I was like this is why I'm obsessed with your grandma she's just so great (laughs) and your mom obviously did an amazing job too yeah my little co-hosts yeah so fun so go give that episode a listen guys if you haven't heard it 
it was a special Thanksgiving episode. Three generations of advice mm-hmm. packed with good stuff. I loved it. Yeah, as soon as we stopped recording, they thought of like 80 other things they wanted to say, which is always what Classic. happens to me too. So I was like, me too. You're real podcast hosts. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, should we start by maybe just recapping and filling our friends in with what went down in Nashville? Yeah, definitely. So we were there. Like if you've li- listened to past episodes, you already know this, but we went down for my bachelorette and this was a trip that had been planned and replanned and pushed because of covid and then we like reached a point i feel like sadie and i where we were like we're just gonna do it because we need it in our lives we missed travel so we were like we're gonna follow the precautions and do it and i feel like it was a success what are your thoughts sadie yeah i think it was a success too i mean like given Everything going on, I think it's just a miracle we got there and back (laughs) safely. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the borders have been closed for so long. Air travel is the, like, exception. There's so many different rules to get into the States, to get into Canada. And it was just, like, I just am so thankful that we did it. And the fact we got there and back is a success story all alone, (laughs) all on its own. Never mind, like, obviously having fun while Mm -hmm. we were there. There was six of us total, so Teg and her mom, and then me, and then three of our other friends. Mm -hmm. And I think that was also really fun because everybody kind of knew each other already. Yeah. And it was, like, people who we don't normally hang out with all together. Yeah. You know? But it just, like, was so much fun. Everyone got along really well and was Mm -hmm. just, like, down to do anything. Like, I remember Taggy were like, literally people were like, we're eating now? Great. We're going to bed now? Great. (laughs) We're going to like shotgun some White Claws? Great. Like, that was the vibe. Everyone was just down for anything, which Mm -hmm. I think is very key for a bachelorette. Like, you don't want the drama and stuff. You know what I mean? Exactly. And especially during COVID, like our flight, we missed our flight getting there and everyone was like, okay. And then we like, it was supposed to be direct. And then we were stuck in Chicago for a bit. And we're like, we're going to this restaurant to get food and a beer. And they were like, okay, I'll have a beer. Like, it's like, yes, this is what we need. Exactly. And I feel like too, since like people hadn't really traveled too much, like, you know, where I think everyone's just excited to be out doing something with other people. Yeah. So everyone was just like super agreeable. And we've said this just like, more local, like how our standards are lower. Like we'll eat at literally any restaurant as long as we're yep. eating out. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of the vibe of the trip where it was like, we don't care what we're doing as long as we're there and having fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One of the gifts that we gave the girls, well, first of all, we all got sparkly cowboy hats, which <laughs> was the best. Yeah, I was that like was my very favorite. Pro- yeah. I was like very protective over the hats because yeah. I was like, guys we have these hats we look fabulous do not lose your hat Mm -hmm. and then we also gave all the girls like little hangover kits which I think were came together really well like it was Mm -hmm. kind of a vision we had but there was like face masks and eye masks in there to kind of you know bring us back to life after Mm -hmm. a night of drinking or stay I'd say staying up late but we didn't stay up late any night (laughs) Because Nashville literally took it out of me. I don't know what happened. (laughs) And there was like hair ties, gum. Like, I don't know. It was just like a very cute little hangover kit. And I feel like 
We're going to talk all about our hangover cures later mm-hmm. in this episode. So it all ties together nicely. Yeah. The Tums that were in there literally oh, yeah. saved my life one night. Like I was like, I'm just not having a good time because I feel so sick. And then one of the girls was like, I brought my Tums. Try some. And then I was healed. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I yeah. love that. Yeah. We were going to go for Advil and then it couldn't, we just couldn't find like little individual things of Advil. So yeah. we went for the Tums. And there it was, saving the bride at her bachelorette. Yeah, yeah. And the cowboy hats, it made it so easy to spot people. And now every time one of them is being sassy to me, I'm like, I'm bringing the hat to the wedding. And it's going to (laughs) be sat at your chair and you're going to have to wear it the whole time. I said that to one of the girls who came and she was like, joke's on you. I packed it with me and I wear it all the time now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, if this is an option, I'm definitely bringing mine to the wedding. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) so fun yeah but it was so easy to like spot people like yeah if you were you couldn't ever lose the group because you just look for the cowboy hat <laughs> yeah yeah I mean everybody was wearing cowboy hats but the black sparkly ones were our signature yeah, blinged out cheap we bought them at a Halloween store yeah those kind of hats yeah oh man so good so let's talk about hosting a party yeah maybe not one in Nashville but just <laughs> yeah a regular party, you know, I feel in your twenties is where you go from having like, I was going to say low budget, but probably like <laughs> zero budget, yeah. like parties at your college university, like res room. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are just playing beer pong. There's maybe a bowl of chips. If you're, it's typically in like some kind of like guys, you un- like shared room unit. There's no hand soap. <laughs> <laughs> there's no towels to dry your hands like yeah okay leave all that in college in your 20s yep. now you maybe live off campus like have an apartment maybe you know you're trying to throw a more adult party mm-hmm. where do you start how do you go about it yeah I just literally saw a TikTok that was like as much as it sucks growing up and like leaving your life behind of your teen years and you're more tired nothing is better than throwing a party in your 20s waking up to a clean house you're not hung over like people (laughs) left gifts for you as the hostess yeah like this is when I feel like the partying peaks because you're still young you could still party but people aren't gonna like smash your tv and make you lose your rent deposit yeah exactly and like you maybe don't have kids like I feel like yeah you know once you're like in your 30s you're like okay maybe you're starting to think of having kids you mm-hmm. can't party the same when you have kids because <laughs> then it's like I have a hard enough time taking care of myself like if I'm hungover never mind yeah. other humans relying on me so yeah. I definitely understand peak party season in your 20s yeah so I feel like to start kind of planning a party you start with like the basics of like what do you want this party to look like Mm -hmm. is it like there a reason you're partying is it your birthday is it halloween is there gonna be a theme that kind of stuff like you start big picture and then kind of go from there yeah 100 percent. i feel like i've always like try to like plan a party around an event or if there wasn't an event then it would just kind of be like friends coming over type of party but I feel like Tag you do theme parties really well I love a theme (laughs) yeah and it's something I just never even really thought about like I'm like 
this is my summer party, but I'm not like the theme is Hawaii and like whatever yeah, yeah, your yeah. theme parties are, you know, I think you do mm-hmm. theme parties so well. I love a theme because I actually find it easier. Like I'm overwhelmed yeah. if it's just like people are coming over and then it's like, oh my God, yeah. what? And then it's like, what's the playlist? What am I serving? What kind of drinks? Whereas if yeah. it's like, okay, like we do this like once a year where we're like, okay, Hawaii night. And then it's like, okay, we're doing pork sliders and we're going to do like pineapple salads and we're going to serve Mai Tais and blue Hawaiians and we're going to listen to Hawaii music. And then we're going to have like Elvis on the TV and it's like done right. parties planned yeah. in two seconds. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. And last Halloween, Tegan had me over. This was like, I feel like not peak COVID, but it was like when COVID was getting pretty bad. So it was just basically Tegan's like household, which is her husband, her brother. I guess actually one of Tyrell's friends was there and me. We each had a friend. And we did. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Our social bubble or whatever. Yeah. But you did a murder mystery and that Mm -hmm. was my first murder mystery theme party. And I thought that was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was all 20s. And then you were the murderer and no one guessed you because I think we messed up, but we had fun. Right. (laughs) I think I was like an optional character or something. Yeah. That's how it got messed up is you didn't have like enough detail. And then it was like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, of course, the Scorpio at the party is the murderer that checks out. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. I think that is definitely a great place to start. And I always think like, Obviously, as soon as I'm like, okay, I'm having a party, I'm like, Mm -hmm. who am I inviting? You know, like if there's a reason it's a party, like if it's like, I don't know, a graduation party or something, you're probably going to invite your school friends and, you know, people who are celebrating that with you versus like a birthday party or whatever might help you also like narrow down who you're inviting. And I usually just like text people. I'm like, hey, I'm having people over this night, whatever, Yeah, this time. And just invite them that way. But one thing, Teg, you got me on to for more like formal events is mm-hmm. Paperless Post. It's a website and it like emails out invites. Yeah. And some of them are like premium and you have to pay for them. But they yeah. also do just like general like what is – I think they call them flyers. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like – Yeah. Those I think are typically free, but we just threw my sister a 30th birthday party in the summer and I sent everybody paperless post invites because I'm like, you know, it's a 30th birthday. Like it's a little bit more Mm -hmm. of a special occasion and it just kind of, I don't know, made it feel more, more formal, but just like more special, I guess. Yeah. I feel like invites, this is the bride in me speaking, Yeah, but I feel like (laughs) invites really set the tone for the event you're throwing. So if it's like, yeah, we're having like a couple of beers and watching a basketball game, shoot them a text. Like it would be weird if you sent a formal invitation (laughs) for that. If it's like, yeah, we're having like everyone from our graduating class come over to play beer pong, then maybe do a Facebook event. Or if you're like, we are doing like, we're throwing a surprise birthday party and it's going to be formal dress. Maybe you want to do like in the mail invitations Mm -hmm. or you know we're throwing someone a birthday party and it's going to be 70s themed so we want people to dress up you send out a 70s themed invite and you can do paperless posts and then you know it's it gives like context clues to your guests yeah I love that yeah Yeah, I love that so much I forgot Facebook events I used to put together I feel like I don't know if it was events or groups but it would just be like 
literally I'd like invite everybody instead of like texting everybody individually. Yeah. I'd just like add everybody and be like, this is happening. Come to my party. Yeah. And then people could like ask questions, whatever. Exactly. But I haven't done that in a while. I should take yeah. that approach next We're party. We're big <laughs> team Facebook people because there's two of us. So like there are people that yeah. Tyrell wants to invite that obviously yeah. I don't have their phone number or I don't even have them on Facebook. So you can like co-host events. That's why I like yeah. Facebook. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. I love that. The next thing I always think about, and I feel like we just talked about this in our fashion episode, mm -hmm. but literally anytime I have anything on the go, the first thing I think of is what am I going to wear? Mm -hmm. And I think it goes back to if there's a theme or something, you probably already have an outfit in mind, which is right. like, you know, factored into why you want that theme. But if there is no theme, I'm always like, what am I going to wear? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think, like you said, those invites also help if it's like, even as a guest or something, if you're going to like a 30th birthday party and you're like, I don't know what, like how fancy to dress or something. Yeah. There is usually some sort of like indication of that for more special events on an invite. Yeah, exactly. And if you're the host and you want people to dress a certain way, you have to tell them like, this is another yes. bride 101 is the guests don't know what they're doing. You need to like yeah. handhold them and explain everything. So if you want people to dress up in like Hawaiian outfits with lays, you say it. Tell them that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's literally such a good point. <laughs> <laughs> and I think too, especially with like theme parties, there's still a high chance people won't do it. Yeah. You know, sure. so you need to like make sure you're like, I'm actually serious about this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and like... It's a theme party, not just like, you know, you're trying to like trick them to show up to look like ridiculous or something. Yeah, this isn't legally blonde. <laughs> <laughs> and we already kind of talked about like food and drinks, like especially if it's like around a theme. But I have always found that like my parties also start the planning process at what food I'm going to serve. And yeah. I think that's just because if you guys know me or if you've ever traveled with me, if you've ever been to one of my parties, like I prioritize food mm -hmm. to the top of everything. So it's always, what am I going to wear and what are we going to eat? Mm -hmm. So I also think like anytime I've had a party, people always gather in the kitchen or yeah. gather around the food. So I'm like, okay, knowing that I might as well make it something to crowd around rather than just like a bowl of chips or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I always like to like go on Pinterest. You guys know how big of a Pinterest fan I am and just like search like appetizers or like small, easy things to prepare ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Obviously it gets expensive to host, but I absolutely love it. Just, I get so much joy out of like planning and mm -hmm. preparing the food. Yeah. And I feel like as far as trying to decide what you should serve, obviously, like if you have a theme that can come into play, but also the time of day that you're hosting your party. Like if you're having people arrive at five, you should probably mm. serve dinner or else yeah. they're going to be hungry and leave at like 730. Whereas yeah. if you're like come over at nine, well, then you're probably fine serving, you know, smaller appetizers and chips and stuff like that and so take that into consideration as well yeah and like this is a no-brainer but people need to eat when they're drinking so if yeah. you're like <laughs> expecting people to or if people are bringing their own alcohol or like it is like a drinking party then it's yeah. like 
do yourself a favor and feed them food because yeah. if you have them over at five, you don't serve them dinner and they don't go home at 7.30, chances <laughs> are they're like blackout drunk by yeah. nine because they're drinking on an empty stomach, you know? So it's like just save yourself that mess and serve people food. I feel that's the actually the number one reason why I serve food at all my parties because I'm like everybody needs – I need to do my part in helping them keep it together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a big fan of like them. the late night pizza delivery. If yes. things start to go dark, it's like, okay, we need pizza here stat. Yes. Oh my goodness. One of my, okay. So my old roommate, one of her work friends, Tag, I feel like you've been to one or two of my parties where she came and she was literally, I feel we could have a whole other episode on being a party guest. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, or we could talk about it like in this episode too, but she was literally the best guest ever. Mm-hmm. Every time she came over, she always brought food. Yeah. And I feel like it's common. We already kind of talked about like bringing the hostess a gift, but yeah. typically it's like a bottle of wine or something, mm-hmm. but she would always bring food. Like one time she came and was like, I don't even think it was a potluck. It might have been a potluck, which is another good idea for food if you don't want to like take on, yeah, you know, the cost and like burden of doing everything yourself and mm-hmm. have people bring stuff. But she came over, literally the door wasn't even closed yet. And she's like, can you please turn your oven to 450? <laughs> and like she had stuff to like cook in my oven mm-hmm. and like to serve people. And then another time I think she brought chicken nuggets. Yeah, I, think I you remember were here that. For that one. Yeah. Another time, it might even all be the same time. She was just like that amazing. I don't even know. But another time she did that like pizza delivery at like 2 a.m. Yeah. And all of a sudden pizza showed up at my door and I was like, wait, I didn't order this. Like what's going on? And he's like, uh, nope, it says I'm supposed to be here. And she's like, oh yeah, yeah, I got that for everybody. And it was just like, obviously unnecessary, like unnecessary for her to do mm-hmm. as just a guest, but those late night snacks always come in clutch. Like, yeah. Yes. So good. I think another yeah. thing as a host you can think about is if you're going to supply some kind of beverage, like I'm a big fan mm-hmm. because I have a punch bowl that I'm obsessed with. So I'm a fan of doing like a big punch or like a sangria or yeah you know, something like that. And obviously you don't have to supply enough so that every single person at your party can drink exclusively that, but enough so that like when the person first comes in the door, say their drink's not cold yet, they have time Mm -hmm. to stick it in the fridge, have a drink, meet everyone, and then they can like return back to their own supply. Yeah. And it's just nice too. Like I feel it's just like good manners, you know, to be like, can I get you a drink and like actually have something to offer them? Yeah. And it's always good to have non-alcoholic choices on hands for like sober friends or like uh, designated drivers, like have Mm -hmm. a case of Coke and have some juice or, you know, whatever things that you would probably have anyways, just to be mixed. Yeah. But it's always good. Don't just have your fridge stocked with like wine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's such a good point. Yeah. Take care of those DDs, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that. And like, I know we're like leaving college days behind us in this episode, but yeah. every now and then I like to make some festive jello shots. Like <laughs> having that for everybody, I feel like as soon as you bring out jello shots, everyone feels like they're like 19 again and just like mm-hmm. gets so excited. So that's another nice thing. Like, again, you don't need to supply drinks all night, but maybe yeah. it's just like something like that. Yeah, definitely. 
I'm a big person who is also obsessed with planning playlists, which is Mm. also why I love a theme because it's really easy to then be like, okay, here's the playlist. But that's, I think, another thing because there's nothing worse than people arrive and you're like scrolling through Spotify trying to figure out what to play and the vibe's weird. Yeah. Or like trying to like trial and error with pre-made playlists. Yeah. Like I feel like that's usually what happens to me and people are like, oh, I hate this song or whatever. You're like, it's not me. It's Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And something I started doing, obviously pre-pandemic, I feel like it happened at one party and then the pandemic hit, but I had like a peak party playlist where it was like, you know, like club music okay maybe not club music more like you know guys know me it's more like usher destiny's child yeah (laughs) those sorts of things and then just like party songs and then as soon as like that late night kicks in it's more just like chill vibes where it's Mm -hmm. not like anymore it's just like you know the wind down late hours music so I have two playlists ready to go Yeah, I use like the speakers that I have in my house. This is me being the biggest nerd in the world. But the speakers that I have in my house are Sonos. And it actually has an app so that if people want to add songs to the playlist, they go on their own app. They don't need to be on like your Spotify account or anything. And they can request songs to add them to the queue, which I am also obsessed with. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. Because there's nothing worse than like you're hosting and then you're stuck like holding your phone as people request songs. And it's like, yeah, I don't want to be DJ right now. (laughs) Yeah, so, so true. I love that idea. I had no idea that even like existed. Yeah, it's uh, this. These are the things I think about at parties. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny because I feel like even I've had some parties where I'm like, "Eh, Tegan's coming. I'm sure she'll have like a great playlist (laughs) we can turn on. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Probably actually like 90% of my parties, as soon as you're here, I'm like, great, do you have a playlist we can listen to? (laughs) Yeah, I'll have to update mine post-COVID. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. I think, too, another thing about like being out of college and having a party is you start to kind of get different friend groups Mm -hmm. together and your parties start becoming like mix and matching of like friend groups. So you might have your work friends, you might have your college friends, maybe your high school friends now live in the same city, like Tegan and I, you know, so not everybody really knows each other, but everybody's still coming to your party. So something I suggest is having like some sort of like games or activities available for people to play just to like be that icebreaker where, you know, people can only like make small talk with each other for so long, but having a game really brings people together and it is a lot of fun. Avoids any like awkward silences or people having a boring time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm a big fan of like physical games. Like even though this is maybe old school, but I'm a fan of like beer pong and like Jenga and stuff like that. Something where even if people aren't playing, they can stand around and watch and then it's still like they can talk to people. They can talk to the people playing. They can comment on it with the people beside them. I feel like that's a good icebreaker. Yeah. 100%. And again, I know this is very college Sadie, but I love (laughs) beer pong. Yeah. I think it's just such a good for everything you just said. Like it's just such a good game. Like it becomes like, I don't know the center of any party I've ever had. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
I did, there was yeah. definitely one party of yours where I walked in and I was like, here's my phone, put on this playlist. Where's the beer punk? You're on my <laughs> team. And it was like, I came in with a group and we just like stormed the apartment. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. I love that so much. Oh my gosh. I'm getting like, I'm just like reminiscing now yeah. on all those times. And I'm like, I can't wait until that is our life again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another game that you have tagged that I love is for the girls. Yeah. And honestly, we've played with boys probably most of the times that yep. we've played. <laughs> and it's still fun. Yeah. It's just like, it's a bunch of games in one. So there's like truth or dare. Is that? Okay. I don't even know if that is one actually. <laughs> yeah, one of them's like dares. Okay. Dares. There's like most likely to. And then yeah. there's like a prompt and you have to say you know, the person in the group who's most likely to do whatever's yeah. on the card, like things like that. And I guess now actually just talking it out, if you don't know everybody, that game might not be the best to play. But if you are just like with people, you do know each other quite yeah. well, like, or even people so you fun. kind of know, then I feel like it's funny. Because yeah. some of them are like, most likely to become an influencer. And then it's like, okay, yeah. go around the circle. Explain <laughs> why you would do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like that conversation starter. Yeah, yeah exactly. I love that game so much. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah. And I feel like those games are only becoming more popular. Yeah. Like there's literally one for everything. I feel all started with like Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. What do you mean? Which are still classics in my opinion, even if that's like five years old at this point, <laughs> if not more. <laughs> yeah. But there's so many games like that. Like if you're like just looking for party games, look at Urban Outfitters has a gazillion. Oh, yeah. And I think even like Indigo and stuff, but yeah, my brother has one that's called blackout trivia and it's basically like trivia and challenges and stuff like that. Whereas if you get it wrong, you're assigned a certain amount of drinks. So I feel like it's like the perfect, like people just arrived at your house. No one's drunk yet. Yeah. Get the party started. That is good. And honestly, also, guys, just like a deck of cards, I know that's maybe like lame, but there's (laughs) honestly so many games you can play and like drinking games too. Like you need to have a deck of cards. I have actually, I think, two in my bar cart just ready to go at any time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) One thing I feel like that you like I go ham with like the theme and the playlist and stuff, but something I do not put any thought into at all is decorations. Mm. that's just like not a part of my brain honestly the thought (laughs) doesn't even cross my mind (laughs) that's fair I feel like it's tough like if you don't have a theme then it's like yeah what are the decorations and usually that's why I like go over the top with like food or something like display it nicely to make up for maybe like lack of decorations but if there's a theme or like a reason like going back to that like graduation party idea or a Christmas party, like every year I used to have a Christmas party. It's just like, yeah, I feel just like little touches here and there mm-hmm. just kind of either reinforce a theme or just like, I don't know, make it more fun. Yeah. I feel like if you're in doubt, like maybe you don't have a theme, you could yeah. always go with like the season. Yeah. And then like that's the so. kind of plates and napkins yeah, and stuff. That's, I think that's what I do because- yeah. Like, even, like, summer parties, for instance, like, that would just be what it was. And I would get, like, pineapple plates and, like, you know, pineapple napkins or whatever. So I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. And I feel like if you 
are looking for decor, inspo, and that kind of stuff, Pinterest is the place to go. Really for everything. Everything. Drink, (laughs) invites. We have a Pinterest board that is like party hosting inspo, I guess you could say. Mm. So definitely check that out. Yeah. Give it, give us a follow on Pinterest because we got you covered, Yeah, but literally for everything. I feel like one party that I went hard with the decorations was when my roommate became a Canadian permanent resident. Mm-hmm. We had a party for her and we had just like all the Canadian yeah. like dec- decoration. So we had like a photo I don't even know. It was just like literally twine with like clothespins. And then I put like photos on the clothespins and there was like the most like Canadian things. I think Justin Trudeau was on one, oh a shirtless Ryan Gosling, like a beaver, like oh random stuff. Yeah. Her boyfriend works at Molson. So he had like a big, I am Canadian, like mm-hmm. flag hung up. Like, but again, that was, there was a theme to it. Like it was yeah. a Canadian theme, but I think that's the most I've ever done for decorations christmas is easy because it's like you probably already have christmas well you might already have christmas decorations up like your tree and whatever yeah but otherwise yeah i guess i just go to the seasons yeah for sure another thing this is like a weird dream i have and i feel like it's unsafe but i also want to have like a party and like light candles oh yeah i don't know i feel like it would just like set the vibe yeah but that's probably not the same party you're like playing beer pong at. So yeah. I don't know how to go about that yet. I feel like it would have to be like a dinner party. Like you'd have the yeah. table filled with candles and then people yeah. would probably like get a little tipsy by the end, but it wouldn't be like a fire hazard at that point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> More like a, we're sitting down drinking wine, playing yeah. cards or exactly. something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That will be the next party I do. <laughs> Every time I'm like, how do I incorporate candles into this decor? But it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah. It does seem dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like the last kind of thing we wanted to go over um, as far as like trying to plan a party is dealing with just like the bones, the cleaning of your house, making sure mm-hmm. things are stocked and ready. And I kind of have a rule of thumb. Let's say I'm stressing and there are people you can even do this if people you invite them over last minute. I kind of work a path through my house of the way that they'd walk. So the priority is, okay, I've got to clean my front hallway, make sure they have room for their coats and their shoes. And then when they Mm -hmm. leave the front hallway, well, they're probably going to come into the living room. So then I clean that next. And then Mm -hmm. after that point, well, they're probably going to want to go to the bathroom. So I make sure the bathroom's clean and I can kind of prioritize it that way so that it's not like, you're stuck deep cleaning your bedroom. You've left the kitchen for last and oh, people are knocking on your door, you know? Yeah. 100%. The first thing I always do is, uh, my kitchen and I always make sure there's like tons of fridge space for people to put their drinks. So Mm -hmm. nobody has to drink like a warm beer all night. Like that's disgusting. And then yeah, making room for coats and shoes is key. Super Mm -hmm. key. Yeah. And then it's like simple stuff, like making sure there's soap in the bathroom, soap at the kitchen, especially now, like people come in and wash their hands right away, making sure there are towels for them to dry their hands, making sure you have, you know, napkins if people are eating, maybe extra cups because you never know, maybe someone brings a bottle of wine and then they don't have a cup to drink with. Simple stuff like that. 
Yeah. And on that note too, I always make sure my dishwasher is empty so I can just like put cups, like glasses or something in the dishwasher as people are done with them or clear like the food and just throw it right in the dishwasher. So it's like out of sight. And it also helps like the next morning when I wake up and I'm, you know, potentially hungover, probably hungover. (laughs) I'm not like waking up to like a messy house. Like it's usually still a bit of a mess, but at least like I'm doing some due diligence the night before to like put everything in the dishwasher at least. Yeah. I feel like that leads us into our next topic perfectly because we're going to talk about you know dealing with hangovers but I feel like making sure you know your space is clean as clean as you can get it making sure Mm -hmm. like your phone's on the charger that kind of stuff because there's nothing worse than waking up feeling bad and then being like oh my house is a disaster oh my phone's dead you know stuff like that yes and I feel like at least for me I always have more energy like that night to clean up than I do the next day. So I'm like, might as well like capitalize on that energy and just like do a quick tidy before I go to bed. Like, yeah, you know, it's just, I don't know, better. There's nothing like, let's say the party's thinning out. There's like four people left. Everyone's like, I think we're going to go soon. Be like, okay, let's tidy. Because nothing ends yes. a party faster if you want to go to bed. <laughs> and if they're like a good friend, they'll be like, okay, yeah, sure. And then it goes yeah. so fast. If you have yeah. like just a couple of hands, be like, let's just do so this. True. And it's so good. Yeah, that's so true. And actually, that's like such like a pro tip is like if you want people to leave and they're not leaving, just yeah. start cleaning up. <laughs> yeah. Be like, can you help me with this? Could you take this garbage downstairs? Yeah. And then it's like, because then people are like, oh, well, I should probably get going. Yeah. Because you're like, yeah, you probably should because the party's done. I'm cleaning up. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> so funny. Uh, I'll put that in the title of this episode. How to host a party and how to get rid of guests. <laughs> <laughs> how to end it on your terms. <laughs> I learned that from so Tyrell because <laughs> yeah. he's a grandpa, actually. Yeah. And that's such a grandpa that's... move to just start yeah. cleaning around people. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I highly suggest to everybody is take care of yourself as well. So yeah. once that apartment is like cleaned up or maybe even before that, you start chugging water mm-hmm. and those late night snacks we talked about like are so important to like prioritize before you go to bed because every time you like eat before you go to sleep, you'll probably wake up feeling a lot better than if you didn't eat, you know? Yeah. That is my hangover cure. 99% of the time if I eat and I don't know if it matters the type of food, like I'm always going for fried food because that's just what I'm craving at like 3am, but like McDonald's or when I'm in Nashville, every single night I have chicken and waffles (laughs) <laughs> and I wake up and I'm like, okay, let's go, to go for the day. We did yeah. yoga one day and I was like, the chicken waffles healed me from the inside out. Let's do some oh downward goodness. dog. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I also go for pizza. Like, oh yeah. It's literally, yeah. Anything. Usually that's when I eat like my greasy food too is like yeah. when I'm drunk, but it just hits the spot and yeah, cures you. Yeah. So I feel like it's good to have Like sometimes I'll purposely leave, say like Chinese food leftovers, leave them in the fridge because I know like cold chicken fried rice when you're drunk just hits the spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or budget in for food delivery before you go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good idea. 
And also to have those leftovers for the next day. Yeah. Like, because you clearly probably don't, you clearly, that was the (laughs) wrong word. You probably don't feel like cooking or like, you know, you want to make sure you're thinking ahead. You're looking out for that future self. Yeah. And you have something to eat. Yeah, exactly. And water, obviously, like that's the main scientific thing. And that's what a lot of people say hangovers are. That's why when you get an IV, it makes you feel better is that you're severely dehydrated. Yeah. So having water, keeping it on your bedside. Another trick I have is every time because this only happens when I drink, but I have to get up to pee like a million times during the night. And every time I wake up, I force myself to chug water because yeah then I know I'll wake up and feel better. (laughs) Yeah. No, that is key. Sometimes for a while, it was like every time before I went to bed, I chugged water and I always made myself a tea. Mm. And for some reason that always helped me. I think it's, well, you guys know me. I talk a lot and like at parties and stuff, I get excited and start talking extremely loudly. (laughs) And then my voice just like hurts and my throat hurts. So I feel like chugging a tea before bed was my cure Mm. for a while as well. It still is, but obviously this is just me flexing right now. (laughs) (laughs) Being like, oh yeah, I drink tea when I'm drunk. (laughs) But if you want to try it, it did wonders for me, and I suggest that too. But yeah. prioritize the water, obviously. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of similar. Tea yeah, is kind I guess of water. So. Yeah. And then the next day, I think, take we both do this, like Gatorade, Powerade, yeah. any type of like electrolyte yeah. drink, sport drink, like that always hits the spot like you wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. And for food, carbs always helps me. Like I feel like the first time I was ever hungover – my sister was like, you need to eat carbs. And I just Mm -hmm. literally ate pasta with a tomato sauce. And it was disgusting, like nothing to it. But I was like, this is what I want right now. And it like revived me to no end. So I recommend that too. Yeah. I have friends who swear by working out that working out gets rid of your hangover. (laughs) And I don't like they're crazy. So they go hard with like pumping weights and stuff. But I do think there's something to like getting up and like going on a short walk outside, like still rocking, maybe pajamas, maybe you slip on some Uggs. Like, because I think if you're feeling bad and you just lay in like your stinky pajamas on the couch, you're not going to feel better. Yeah. I think, The fresh air is good. That, I'm like, okay, yeah, I could get behind that. The working out. mm. (laughs) Yeah. That's why I feel like maybe a walk is more achievable. The walk. Because it gets your blood pumping too. Because like your alcohol's in your blood and then it's like, let's work this through the system. Yeah. Typically my only like activity is getting up and showering the next day. And that does wonders for me too. Like anytime after I shower, I'm like, wow, I feel better. And then I have like energy to either finish cleaning up or whatever but I can imagine like getting fresh air doing the same thing as like a nice shower yeah exactly now do you get like mental hangovers as far as like anxiety or like moral hangovers so girl I never used to Mm -hmm. okay Imagine young Sadie in college, (laughs) 17 years old, making a fool of herself like all the time. No regrets. And I didn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, yes, this is me. Yeah. Now, I don't know why. I want to say the last two years, I get such bad moral hangovers. Yeah. And I didn't 
know it was like a thing and I didn't know like what the term was for it. And just recently, like last year, I learned the term like moral hangover slash anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, other people experience this too. Like this is a real thing. And it brought me so much comfort because it just like literally started happening to me. And now it's so bad. Yeah. Well, I think it's scientific because like alcohol is a downer. As far as like, that's true. there are drugs that are uppers and then alcohol is a drug that's a downer. And so I think it's like a scientific chemical reaction that can happen in your brain where oh you wake gosh. up and you're like, oh, what did I do last night? Oh my God, I feel awful. Oh, I have to go to work in one day. Oh, everything's terrible. Yeah. And that's just sometimes what happens. I, I mean, it's probably yeah. different person to person too. Yeah. Do you get that like yeah is this something I've had it yeah well I have just anxiety in general so I don't even have to Mm. be drinking to wake up and be like I just said the stupidest thing to that person yesterday but it definitely feels amplified and it's almost like to me the better time I'm having the worse it'll be the next day like the more I'm talking to people the more outgoing I am and I'm like why did you say that thing to this person yeah it's so crazy That is exactly it. Like the more fun you have, the next day you wake up, you're like, oh my God, what did I say? Or like, I was talking so much last night. Surely I said something that was like really embarrassing or something. I was wondering, this is maybe like just me being self-absorbed for a minute, (laughs) but I was like, maybe this only happens to like single people because I feel Mm. like maybe that's kind of the first time I started experiencing it was like hooking up with people or like, you know, things like that where you're like, I feel like that's normal to just be like, oh my God, why did I do that? Or like something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now it's literally even the smallest things I say. Yeah. I'm like extremely anxious over it. It's so weird. Yeah. No, I get that all the time. Even I feel like it's nice at least that I have like my husband because I'll be like, I said this to Sadie last night and I think she probably hates me because she didn't text me today. And he'll be like, no, I heard you say that. And she like laughed and it was a normal thing to say, you psycho. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah it's nice to have an outside perspective because when you yeah. play it over and over in your mind, it just gets worse the more you think about it. Yes. And that's actually one of the things I was going to suggest as well. Like you need to somehow stop. If this happens to you too, like you need to somehow stop yourself from spiral spiraling Yeah, because it's so easy to spiral. And like, I've had things yeah. that I think about weeks after a party happened and like, that right. is no way to live your life. And no. one of the ways I've always stopped myself from spiraling is talking it out with somebody else. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like those debriefs of the night with your friends, yeah. your roommate, your boyfriend, your husband, whatever, like those are usually fun anyway, but it brings some like, yeah, a different perspective to how the night went. And hopefully that can comfort you in whatever you said that you're embarrassed about or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing this just applies to my life in general, it doesn't have to do with just drinking, but there's Mm -hmm. this quote from the movie Her that I say to myself all the time. And it's the past is just a story we tell ourselves. And Mm. the way I interpret that, I don't know if this is how it was intended, but the way I interpreted that is like, it's in the past and the past doesn't exist. Only the present exists. And Mm. so you thinking about that, that's not a scene that's happening beside you right now. It's only a story that you're telling yourself in your mind. So if you stop telling that story, it ceases to exist. 
Ooh, that's like deep, but I love that. (laughs) I love that so much. Yeah. I feel like with anything, if you apply that, and it's kind of the same with the future, like the future doesn't exist. What's happening right now is what's happening. And Mm -hmm. so both of those things are just happening in your mind. So if you yeah. don't want them to stop happening or to continue happening, then stop thinking about it and it literally yeah. ceases to exist. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I have two things that I do that are less deep, but kind of on that same <laughs> like page. But I always find like I'm well, I told you guys I'm like obsessed with social media, obviously. So I'm like always posting stories and whatnot. Right. But if I'm having like really bad like moral hangovers, Mm -hmm. I'll constantly watch my stories over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And typically it just triggers me because it's very much like you said, I'm just reliving the whole night by watching my stories or whatever. So I suggest like to break that spiral to not watch your Instagram stories. Like if that is something you do and if it does trigger that. Yeah. And another thing I do and again, just more so in my general life, but especially after a night of drinking, mm-hmm. if there's any like drunk texting going on, if it's with anybody, like even my sister sometimes, <laughs> I'll like drunk text her, you know, like, yeah. and I'm embarrassed by it. I'll right. literally erase the entire text chain, just like mm-hmm. delete it. If you're like at a club, here we go, our club talking. <laughs> yeah. I always love when we talk about going to the club. <laughs> Because Tegan and I are not, like, huge clubbers no. anymore. <laughs> Ever. Anyways, me. yeah. If you, like, got random people's numbers or something like that through yeah. the night, you know, just go through, delete them because then yeah. they don't exist anymore. You know, yeah. like, it's in the past, doesn't exist. You delete the text chain, it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. It always brings me so much comfort and closure, not yeah. comfort, closure. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. I literally do that in my day-to-day. Like if somebody texts me something that pisses me off, I just immediately delete the thread. Oh, God. (laughs) And like even if the conversation's still ongoing and people are like, okay, girl, you need to start therapy for real. (laughs) This is not healthy, but it just brings me closure for some reason. I don't know why. I'm the opposite where I get more stressed with the thought that I will lose some important piece of information that I need. So I'm like, okay. I'm going to keep this forever. Keep this forever. Screenshot this. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> A screenshotter. That's so funny. I love yeah. it. Amazing. Okay. Well, I'm happy that – well, I'm not happy, but I'm glad I'm not the only one who gets these moral hangovers. And just even, like, talking about it makes me feel better. I yeah. feel like, too, the other big thing is – like probably a lot of people do experience this and everybody's super like fixated on themselves and what they did last night. Yeah. So it's like taking, like you said, you're like, oh, I said this to Sadie last night. She probably took it wrong, but I probably don't even remember you saying that to me because I'm thinking about something I said to Tyrell and I totally embarrassed myself in front of Tyrell, you know? And it's like, nobody cares. Nobody remembers. Everybody's thinking about themselves. So cut yourself some slack. Yeah. Well, like, can you ever think of a time when you're at a party and you talk to someone who's drunk and they say something drunk and you're like, what the fuck? Like, no, (laughs) but you're probably drunk too. So you probably don't even remember. Like, it's like no one lives a life like that. 
Yeah, exactly. I think that's the other thing is I'm always like, oh my God, I was way more drunk than anybody there. And it's like, no, that's just because I could feel how drunk I was. Everybody was extremely drunk or whatever. Yeah. I can't (laughs) even think if I've been at a party or anything with you where you have been the drunkest person there. Oh God. Genuinely. That's always my goal. And then I'm I'm like, okay, I was never as drunk as that person. So I can't have been that bad. As long as there's one person out there. (laughs) That's so funny. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) We're bringing perspective, people. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I can't wait until we can have parties again. This just makes me want to have a party. Honestly, I feel like once we can have total ragers, we should have our Golden 20s launch party. (laughs) It'll be like two years down the line. We can invite everybody (laughs) who's listening right now. Just shoot us a DM with like a secret code word to know, tell us you were listening and you get an invite. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Right. I want to have a party that's like where something that you bought that you can't wear anywhere and wear it to this party like if you Mm. bought like a fancy outfit thinking you're gonna wear it to this event and then it didn't happen like wear it if you have like a halloween costume that you didn't get to wear (laughs) wear it like i just want people like in ball gowns people in like leather pants they thought they could pull off like yeah all of it i love that so much and actually another not that we need to sell you guys on why having parties is good, but <laughs> a thing I've like thought about my whole life is I was like, I'm always, or bleh, let me start again. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to have parties and like potentially theme parties where it's like reoccurring, you know what I mean? So if it's a oh, theme, okay. it could be like a monthly theme party or something. Every yeah. month is a different theme. And then I feel like I was saying earlier how these adult parties, you kind of get different groups of people together. I feel like it's a really great way to meet people. Like if you're Mm -hmm. new to a city or something, you know, like that's how you can expand your friend group or meet your boyfriend, your girlfriend, you know, your significant other. That's what I'm waiting for to like go to somebody's (laughs) theme party where, you know, their friend invited their friend who invited their work friend. And now that person's my boyfriend. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I just think it's such a great way to like meet people outside of school or work yeah exactly yeah well is that where we should leave it i think so i just shot you a thumbs up (laughs) (laughs) for the viewers or i mean for the listeners (laughs) she gave a thumbs up (laughs) oh my goodness all right well thanks everyone for listening and for tuning in every single tuesday we see you listening and we appreciate the support if you're new here we drop a new episode every single tuesday so just make sure you're subscribed to us or you follow us and you will see when those new episodes drop in the meantime you can find us on social media at our golden 20s we are on instagram facebook pinterest as we said tiktok and we're on spotify with some playlists so if you're looking for that ideal playlist like we talked about (laughs) yeah you can probably find yeah Yeah, i party playlist yeah i feel like the combination of our two music tastes would be very (laughs) interesting but it could be potentially the best party playlist ever made though due to that (laughs) besides the great playlist we have we also have a patreon 
where you can donate money to us and you get the episodes early as well as some additional content. It's the best way to show your support for the podcast and we appreciate all our patrons. So thank you so much for listening. See you next Tuesday.